welcome to Cultural Marxism, uh, a series by Everybody Loves Communism. I'm Jorge Rocha. And I'm Aaron Thorpe. And joining us today are the two wonderful, uh, uh, you know, you know them from online. You, you know definitely them from, know them from, from online. <laughs> some, of the, some, of the, some of the best posters you could imagine. Some of the best uh, people living in your phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Liv Agar and Juniper. Hi, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Glad to talk about Morbius, how great a movie it is. Yes. <laughs> how wonderful. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> Can't wait. Of course. Yeah, and, you know, as Liv said, we're going to be talking about Morbius. Yes, this awful movie. This awful movie. But, but to be clear, only half of us have seen this movie, and that, and, you know, that's for the best. I do... I. I'm going to say this right up front. Do not watch this movie. Yeah, Jorge. So Jorge tried to... The, this episode came about because Jorge DM'd me and said, yo, we should do an episode on Morbius. And uh, I was mad, uh, audience. I was like actually annoyed and offended. I was like, yo, I'm not fucking paying money yeah, it, to see this shit. No, I DM'd him and he immediate response... Like, did, could like you tell instead. that I was upset though? Like I was literally no, no, upset. No, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was not playing. Yeah, lit, like I messaged not even five seconds, instant. Hell no. He said <laughs> I felt nauseous when you asked me that. But but like so like I saw uh Liv had a tweet that we're gonna get into um a little later, but it got me thinking of that cultural Marxist tip and I was like you know, not to be like um, what this movie says about our society today, a thread, you know what I mean? But like, it really did get me thinking about like, okay, maybe. And then like, Juniper, you're like, uh, you're like the meme master um, on Twitter now. And like, I guess so. thank you, editor in chief. <laughs> and you like, you've, you've been like, uh, you've been, I mean, memeing Morbius, you know? So we wanted to kind of have you guys on to talk about this horrible movie but as jorge said it turns out that um two of us have, have seen it um yeah i did not before be, before we get into it for those of you who don't know and some people don't know about morbius morbius is a marvel movie yes it is in fact a marvel movie that did quite poorly starring jared leto yeah. and, by sony uh, studios by sony studios and to start jared leto and matt smith and um and a lot of people made fun of it because it was like you're doing poorly, but then also those memes basically manifested it being re-released, and that re-release that went to a thousand theaters in the weekend did worse. It was horrible re-release at two hundred eighty thousand dollars in a weekend over a thousand theater. That's about two hundred eighty dollars per theater. It's like ten people. <laughs> Bro, I've bought. I've, I've, I've like paid more for like weed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that like, you know what I mean? Like an ounce of weed than like a single movie theater made uh, by uh, screening Morbius. So, yeah. So just to kind of get into it, you know, rip the bandaid off, so to speak, in terms of like this movie. You know, Aaron Juniper. You know, what do you think this movie was about? Uh, Juniper, you want to go ahead first? <laughs> sure. So. Until just recently, I never even thought about what the movie was. Like to me, that wasn't even like important <laughs> at all. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I guess my head. It was like every typical like Marvel movie. Like it's just some dude who like somehow gets weird powers, and 
I don't know, I don't know, somehow ends up saving the day. I, I never really yeah. thought too much about it. Um, to, to me, it was just the funny meme movie that no one actually likes for some reason, but we're all yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, as for me, I, you know what? I also didn't even I mean, I guess I knew about the character because I'm a comic book fan. I'm not a Marvel fan, but I kind of knew about the character. But like Juniper, I never even considered what the plot would be about because I fucking hate Jared Leto. He's a fucking weirdo. And I also just like I don't like these Marvel movies and it just looked bad, you know, so it didn't matter to me what the fuck it was about. But I guess from the comic, from what I can remember, if the movie is anything like the comic, like. I don't know, isn't he like a fucking blood scientist and he's fucking around with bats or some shit like that? And I don't know, he's like spy it's like the Spider-Man thing. Like Juniper said, it's like mm-hmm. this tragic accident, like animal related as always, right? That ends <laughs> up giving this person like superpowers. And I'm assuming why people love messing with animals for some reason. I don't yeah, I don't it. like maybe just <laughs> stop messing around with animals or chemicals <laughs> during thunderstorms like the Flash. Like, don't fuck around with anything that will like, or maybe do it if you want powers. But anyway, I don't know. I thought I think isn't it also Vampire like bats? Let me fuck with them to see what happens. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> what? That's the thing. I forgot that this was like about a vampire until you yeah. brought out that he's like a blood sucking. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yo, that's so right. I, I watched this about movie today and I forgot to be honest, but so right now. <laughs> well, he's not, Morbius is not technically, because actually I think I just he literally is, read, he's not a real vampire. He's not a true no, vampire. He's a fake not, synthetic okay. one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird, it's which, yeah. I, in my opinion, the movie is basically about why having a disability is worse than being like a blood, blood hungry, blood sucking No, that's evil what vampire. the movie's about. <laughs> <laughs> See, that sounds, that, that sounds like a joke though yeah it <laughs> sounds yeah, like a joke <laughs> no but so like both of you juniper and aaron what you said like whatever y'all said it what is more engaging of a movie and also more <laughs> better of like a thing to be out there like you yeah. like but juniper what you say like the plot structure like oh hero just like a typical like, marvel movie Right, yeah. but the end part saves the day. That didn't happen in this movie. <laughs> Wait, so did everybody die? Is this the one where actually everybody dies in the end? They all turn into no, Morbius. What, what ends up happening is like people die, and then they're kind of just unresolved. It just kills his best. Oh, man. so this Morbius too for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dog. <laughs> well, well, there is a little like kind of like hint at it because like, well. Do we want to talk a little bit of the plot? All right, yeah. Why don't, why don't y'all, do we don't, yeah, we don't yeah. have to go into it crazy because, all right, it'll be more entertaining if you but, guys but telling it than be watching it. So, sure, go ahead. But they, they yeah. just hint at, 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 a, at a continuation, though. Like, there's the hard hint, like, in terms of after credit or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, like, you basically said it, Aaron. Like, he... Uh, the, the character is Michael Morbius. Um, already... <laughs> or find alliteration name's really funny, but... Um, but like this person who uh was it has so starting off with the movie the way i I explained to somebody before this call because i was i just like i needed to tell somebody about this (laughs) this like i I needed to justify wasting an hour and a half of my precious life on this fucking movie and um it's like the beginning first three scenes of the movie is like somebody googled how do you write a screenplay and introduction of it Saw the read the first like five tips and then all right bet I got enough and then started writing it. <laughs> and literally, what starts off Oscar like, worthy. Right. Let's go. For, first scene. Oh, for some reason, this guy 
uh, who's disabled. Uh, it, again, it's an important plot point. It's like, yeah, it's like uh, a vague blood disease that they're not really specific about that doesn't actually exist. That I guess yeah. like makes him weak and he will die at some yeah. point early. Okay. Like, like he uses like these two crutches that kind of like you grab with your hand. Because he has to be visibly, visibly disabled. They have to let the right. audience know that this guy is like visibly okay. okay. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. So he, he goes to like this cave, this back cave in Costa Rica, which, you know, is geographically <laughs> correct. That's where vampire bats are so there's the one correct thing about the but they go to costa rica and it's like the dialogue is just really weird i, I don't even remember it none of it's memorable but like it's, it's like okay it's like they're trying to catch a bunch of bats and then immediately goes to like 25 years ago in greece and everybody's talking english what? for some reason no greek is being spoken at all but it's like <laughs> But See, like, that's always like, like my <laughs> biggest pet peeve with movies is or just anything when it's like oh 600 years ago they all spoke english like oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no nah, you see juniper it's the, it's the universal translator from star trek they all somehow are able to understand each <laughs> other see, and communicate okay. yeah okay but, but basically like they, they're like it's like oh it's like i guess it's like an orphanage for uh disabled kids or something but like uh morbius is like someone who's there and then like he Okay, so he's a he's a downtrodden like like um orphaned kid like with the harsh upbringing, I guess, right? Like the classic well, sort of. Well, let's, hold on. Okay, okay. Yes, that's certainly <laughs> what they're implying. But give me a second. So okay, the okay. scene, the sec, the second scene, like the media flashing from like the cave, going to like oh, meets his friend who calls his name's Lucian, but <laughs> Morbius <laughs> just calls just calls him uh what was it what was it Milo uh, Milo Milo just call him Milo wait just call him this motherfucker's name is Lucy and he calls him Milo yeah yeah and, and it's like just his name is Bob like you know no, no, so, but that's just his name now everyone that's calls him name. Milo after throughout that. the whole movie he changed his name <laughs> yeah. because of Morbius like within five minutes <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. But it's the like, power of like, Jared Leto's cult cult like uh uh you know he's a cult leader charisma his charm yeah 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 year old morbius yeah it's like, so 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 and then milo's like dying or something because like his machine's not working and then morbius goes and fixes it real quick which you know show, it's about to show is like his brilliance and then from that moment like you know saves his life yeah. and then like the teacher the, the headmaster is like oh you are really smart whatever we're gonna send you off to this gifted program in new york a school a gifted school program in new york mm. and send them off this entire like past like scene it's like five minutes at the most that's it like, okay so then, is like, this is batman like becoming batman scene instead no, of no, going no. to train in like the himalayas or some shit like that with the <laughs> legion of shadows like he yeah, just goes yeah. to like a fancy prep school but see <laughs> if they included that scene of like training it would have been more engaging because the training with bats no no hold on <laughs> okay because, bad, like, sorry. Like, like, training in like the prep school of like it's, like the prep school all these his kids like he's like you know, he's like 10 right now okay that could have been engaging but no the immediate next scene after the flashback is him winning the nobel prize i have a theory <laughs> i have a theory that the original cut of this movie is like five hours and they cut out all the important like scenes i was confused how this is only an hour and a half movie that seems really short so maybe no it, it is short yeah. There's, there's, no, but like, cause like, so wait, like, can I ask oh. a question though, Jorge, or and live, or is it, is it like, do they at least do like a montage of no. like, you know what I'm saying, like him going to school, being no. in class, like studying hard at night, you know what I'm saying, no. like, <laughs> oh my god, like it was literally a flashback scene straight to winning Nobel Prize and then back to the right, to the present. What? That's the backstory. <laughs> 
Bro, yeah. that's like who cut this movie? Yo? Like, are you on drugs? Like, you know, it's like, that, like that's like the first fifteen minutes of the movie, if okay. of that. It was like very short, very short, like ten minutes probably. Okay. Like, and then oh yeah, we're back from Costa Rica with all, and then like the the uh, like the nurse. Oh, no, not the nurse. Sorry, it's like the doctor. Doctor's like a person who's like worked with assistant like, or whatever. Assistant doctor, because like Morbius has like a PhD and a doctor, oh, mm. a medical degree. It's like the whole thing is like, oh, he won, got a PhD at nineteen or whatever. You know, you know, like these Marvel stuff of like yeah, yeah. over exaggerating and yeah, he's like a like, super genius, right? Because like that's like something to try to like you know explain to the audience. You know, that's like not the crazy part. But the thing is like, uh, it's like the the assistant doctor who's also the love interest in the movie that which. We could talk to it later. Like, only becomes a love interest an hour and a half into the movie. Oh, like, when they figured out. When they figured out. Go ahead, Luke. Problematic power imbalance. There, you yeah. should not be sleeping with your subordinates. Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. especially <laughs> not. Well, he's not a vampire yet, so. But yes, you shouldn't be. But especially no, 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 no. They only sleep after he became a vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait. So wait. So Jorge, let me ask you. Not not that I don't want like a, a whole plot point by plot point, but what I want to know: How does he become? Morbius. No, no. So we're getting here. Okay, we're okay. We're, 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 we're arriving at there. Um, because the thing is, like, once he becomes Morbius, there's no more plot. It, the plot, <laughs> the plot <laughs> is Morbius. It's more Bernard. No, it just disappears. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm giving you the plot right now. It's like, and then like, you know, the bats. The the like no, they somehow they got all these bats from this cave back into new. Because like, you know, the thing is, like, he he's like a medical doc scientist. Okay. in New York City. Um, working on blood they really they really want to do the batman begins thing where he's like he loves the bats and he's around them yeah they seem yeah. like but without any of the actual like origin interesting right. stuff yeah yeah they want to they want to <laughs> give him this association with the bats that like right you know for whatever you want to say about batman that was like forged out of some primal fear right. and then obsession but this one is just oh no bats just look cool you know, well, no, I mean, no, I even think I even think they, the people who came it. up with the character were just like, why bats? Like they just look right. Cool. Yeah. Well, they explain <laughs> it because like the blood disease. He's like the reason he got the Nobel Prize is because of like the the his, his blood work because he invented an art he basically invented artificial blood. Okay. And so I mean, like that stuff is like okay, but see, like if they expanded that, that could have been actually something interesting. Mm. But they didn't. They five minutes, ten minutes. That's it. And then all right. They're at this medical hospital slash cave. I don't know. This estate, whatever it is, like okay. not really explained well. The so bat cave. The, yeah, but, that's what it sounds like. It's a hospital it, in the bat cave. And, and then the medical, like the the assistant doctor asks Morbius, like, "Oh, you have you have bats now?" It's like, "Uh, no, I don't." And it's like, "Yeah, you do." Points to the fucking like tube of like. 200 bats that they brought from Costa Rica. <laughs> it's like, how are you, like, what? Like, what are you, you going to hide that? But basically, here's, here's how he becomes Morbius. It's like he splices together human DNA and vampire bat DNA. And he, and his, he says, like, oh, because of like this enzyme the vampire bats have, this will cure uh, uh, this blood disease that myself and Wait, can and, I just say something real Milo quick? Have. Can I just say Go something? Look, bro. I love, I love, I love science fiction. I love, not really fancy. I love Star Trek. My suspension of disbelief, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can suspend my disbelief <laughs> and just, I can just accept bullshit science all the fucking time. I do it every day. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I accept that money is like real to some extent. I use it in my life. I can do the same fucking thing, right? But yo, this just sounds just completely just like, 
I mean, just insane, you know, which I yo, guess is yo. why they might as well not explain it, Jorge, because but, if they but, tried but, to explain it, you know what I mean? It would just be like you, your eyes would glaze over, you know what I mean? But Aaron, <laughs> this is not where it goes off the rails, though. It's, oh, yeah. Not, not splicing yet. vampire DNA with human DNA. No, no, okay. no, no. So, so, so. <laughs> vampire bad my, DNA, sorry. This is, this is, in my opinion, where it goes off the rails when it actually, when, so basically it's like, oh, <laughs> they were doing these experiments and like, oh, it works. Like they found out it worked because like a rat. Got back to life or something. I don't remember. So don't remember. a rat turned into a vampire rat. I don't listen. <laughs> it was it the was first like a, Morbius. The way that the no, first Captain America was a black guy. No, <laughs> no, like literally, it's like five seconds. Oh, look at this b- rat. Never addressed again. But anyway, <laughs> the I villain in Morbius really too, bro. I I don't really remember the details because they also really didn't explain it well. Like I was trying to pay attention and I did not. I wasn't able to understand what certain scenes meant. But point being, it's like, all right, here's a critical point in terms of when does he become Morbius, right? Here's mm-hmm. what happened. He's like, all right, to make sure this works, I'm going to, you know, put this vial that we saw to work with this rat, whatever, mm-hmm. to, I'm, I'm going to ingest it. But we don't know if it's going to work. It's pretty unsafe. It's illegal. And for some reason, because it's illegal, we need to go to international waters. So they go on a boat. 16, not- 16 miles off of Long Island. Like, like a big all- ass boat. Like a massive. <laughs> like boat. an oil rig or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was, when they said like international waters, I'm like, I'm losing my mind. Like, why are they doing this? Because yeah. like, like, it has to look make, cool, dog. It doesn't make sense. There's no it, setup. Dude, it got to let go. No <laughs> This is like 20 minutes into the movie, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening in this movie. Did they have a bat cave? Why couldn't they just do that there? The, yeah, they have a bat? It would be that's illegal. the thing. If it's illegal, yeah, it doesn't matter like where you rules. do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some technicality in foreign waters where you can like mix vampire bat DNA. <laughs> yeah, like the pirate rules and shit like that. <laughs> but yeah, basically they do it there. Like the assistant doctor in- injects it on him, and it's like Merce again. I don't understand why th- there's like also like it's them and also a crew of mercenaries, but yeah. I don't understand why they brought mercenaries. There's no explanation for that. There's just a bunch of armed guys who are like, they look rude and mean that are around for the process. Well, well because I'm sure that like, cause I saw the trailer, I'm sure that they needed like literal like fodder for Morbius to kill once he becomes Morbius, right? Cause so, yeah, he, 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 he like slaughters guy. these guys, right? For no reason at all, right? I mean, besides that they would have stopped him. Right, so that's basically what happened. It's like you know they put you know, the medicine doctor inje- injects it, and then he's like freaking out, and then like she like walks away, and then like some one of the mercenaries like, oh, where did the guy go? And then just not there anymore, and he's like hanging from the top of the. So he has room. like all the powers of. So like he has all the powers of a bat. I guess he's like he can. Fly. No, no, he just, no, he, no, he's a vampire now. He's a super. Oh yeah, vampire. well I keep see I keep confusing it, man, because like vampire <laughs> bat vampire bat batman like what the fuck no. is he supposed to be you know what i'm saying no, because like this is where you're right like in terms of expression of belief and like oh already it's kind of like mm, kind of like ne- like new nebulous in terms of believing this could happen but then it's just like has super strength it's like super, super fast has, like, his face is all I, fucked up for some yeah, reason yeah. it changes through the whole movie does his face change through the whole movie or yeah. is it just like in certain scenes some scenes, but like it, when he, it seems like almost in command, but like he <laughs> when he goes crazy, it's like the Hulk when sort go, of when, it, when like it's Morbin time, basically. Yeah, <laughs> so, so he can like look like a human. He's yeah, only, yeah, he's like, like normal. Otherwise, sometimes. he's just yeah. a guy. 
Okay. Okay. It curses cool. disability. It works. Other than being <laughs> okay. like a, a blood sucking vampire that right. tries to kill people. Otherwise, yeah. he's just a guy. Yeah, and then at some at some point, so it basically becomes Morbius and then like kills people, and then like the police get involved. I don't know, but at some point, at some point in this movie, and I really have to emphasize mm. that we're almost done with the plot right now. Mm. We're thirty minutes in. <laughs> we're thirty. We're thirty minutes in, and an, an hour later, this is the rest of the plot. The rest of the plot, he goes back to New York. He's kind of people are suspecting he did it, and then like. It, the best friend, Milo, yeah. comes in and is like, oh, I want to have this. And then, like, at some point, he does get it. And then he becomes a Morbius, oh, too. Oh, yeah. yo. So it's like, it's, like, it's like what they do in all these movies, yo. Like, they have to have, like, you know what I'm saying? The duplicate. Like, your doppelganger. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. that's so the only... Evil. Yeah. So exactly. basically, he, he, becomes, he, becomes a, he becomes a Morbius. Yo, that's and so then, badass, dude. And, 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 <laughs> And then things happen. Things happen in the movie. I really have to emphasize things just happen after so that. So wait, can I ask like, one question? And since we're done with the plot, I just want to ask you a question because I do want to move on and talk about like the me making shit. But I want to ask you a question. What is what is the the love interest, the character? What, the doctor. Yeah. Okay. So what like does does she actually have like a role? Does she help him in his? Because I don't she, even can't say it's Hero's Quest because now okay, it just seems so, like he's just so, slaughtering motherfuckers while trying to escape like these so, mercenaries. So, so, yeah. so the first half hour when, when he became Morbius, she like fell down and hit her head. So she was in the hospital for most of the movie until she gets out and then like helped him for like a little bit. And then then become then Milo, because again, like they're like going at, after each other. Milo uses him, uses her as like a as like a as bait i guess because mm. like there, there was like a moment when they had like a like a like, they had like a romantic moment and then milo was aware of that because he was like creeping on them for some mm. reason he was like he was like looking like oh would you look at that and then like mm. grabbed grabbed her and then like that's what led to them fighting at the end and then morbius kills kills milo and then like and, and also then, like, importantly uh she's like sort of dying it's right before milo and morbius fight and and morbius needs some like blood because he's oh, weak yeah, yeah 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 and then and then she's like you know suck on me give me get some blood to yeah. like fight milo and it's it sort of looks like she's like dead like he he sucks her until she dies or whatever uh, gets all the blood and then so does he kill her well at the I guess technically but then at the end it was is it like after the credits i can't remember maybe she like gets uh, up and she's now also she a weird vampire. Yeah, <laughs> she Morbius. But but, 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 but but like the way the movie the way the movie ends is like in I got so mad. I got so mad at the screen. So like, you were mad already for the like how long was that movie? Like the two hours you hour, watched that shit? An hour and forty, I guess. But like the the end the way the movie ended is like like Milo dies and then like all the police are around looking at this thing. Bunch of bats come out and it says Morbius. <laughs> okay. mm -hmm. am i am i crazy or does this just sound like the plot of akira but just like way worse like this yeah. this just sounds like akira I no it really does though it really does sound like like yeah. this experiment scientific experiment gone wrong mm -hmm. with this like not necessarily good or bad character that i guess then is faced with this decision to become a hero i guess you know what i mean <laughs> but an important thing to mention is that there's an after credit scene that like so throughout all of this there's like hints there's like a lot of hints that because we have to remember and i'm not joking mm -hmm. this movie is part of the spider-man movies universe 
Wait, hold up. So they got like because it's it's Sony. But there is no Sony technically. But there is like there's like Daily Bugle like throughout the movie. It's like epic soy Easter egg things. I guess it yeah. is like it, they're trying to do but, Marvel but, stuff. But then after credit, there was an after credit scene where in the first Spider-Man movie, it's like Michael Keaton is Vulture. He like magically shows up in the Morbius universe, oh, and it's right. like, and then at the end, he's like, goes somehow goes up to Morbius, like let's team up. This is Spider-Man's fault. Yo, you know, <laughs> oh, all right, so, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's like what? I do. I do want to add this before you before we because I, I want to do want to move on. Oh, we're, we're done with the plot. We're but I want to add this though. So, I do think though that like like because I'm diseased, so I've like watched these fucking movies, and um I think it was I think it was damn yo I'm gonna shame myself right now because people like you really watch these movies, but I think it was um a, a, a from No Way Home the newest Spider Man film or whatever with Tom Holland. No, that's not the new. Is that the newest one? That's yeah, it was Far people. From Home, Far From Home, and then No Way Home. I forget which one, but like it's where like there's this multiverse thing. So what Marvel is trying to do is that. They're trying to set up the multiverse as a way to introduce characters from like the Sony films, the uh, Spider-Man stuff. I guess Fox had the right to X-Men, like all this shit, right? So it's like Morbius, even if Tom Holland is not going to be in Morbius, like Jared Leto was not going to get the star opposite of Tom Holland. No, I think I, I think that's what they're implying in the movie. I, but that, well, 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 that's the thing. I think it's like what Liv was saying is that as a comic book fan, I recognize these Easter eggs, right? But mm. I'm not, I am diseased. But there were people who really, really like, I mean, this is like they worship at the altar of this shit. So they live for these like Easter eggs, right? They live for this shit, you know? Just like, 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 start clapping. clapping when she Morbius gets up. That's why, that's why it was particularly bad, I guess, because they couldn't use any, like, they could barely use any like copyright characters because right, it's right, Sony right. instead of like, I guess, but what is the, the main Marvel, Marvel one? Marvel. Disney, I guess. Marvel. Disney, Disney. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Disney. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess like, I just wanted to, so after you told us the, the plot, Jorge, which that, that, that sounds terrible. I'm really happy. I'm really happy. Um, okay. Can there, I ask why you guys both watched it? I forget if that was addressed. Why did you both choose to watch it? Yeah, why did y'all put yourselves through this uh, uh, this self self uh, harm and torture? Because I hit myself. <laughs> Fair. I was uh, doing what is it called? I was doing a podcast in relation to to Morbius like a week ago, a thousand posts, and mm. they were like, "Let's watch it," and I was like, "Okay, sure," because like you know, I was supposed to, and then like I think. Two of four of the the toasts were like, no, I'm, I didn't actually fucking watch it. Of course I didn't. <laughs> but I was one of the ones that that ended up watching it because uh, you know I was I was told to, I love following the rules and I was told to watch <laughs> the the thing. But yeah, it didn't. They were trying to break there. you. I was trying to break yeah, you. I was yeah, you're wasting <laughs> a, an hour and a half yeah. of my life. But I did I did torrent it, and when it was on, oh, nice. I put it at one point five speed. And just like rolled <laughs> my eyes back into my head. <laughs> I, I will say, I will say, okay, my actual reason is uh, somewhat similar to, to, to Liv's answer. Um, one is because, you know, we were doing this episode, but also it's like I have this like whatever like part in my brain that like it's like whatever, you know, following rules or whatever. Like, you know, when I was in school, I would do 
all the readings that was assigned because yeah. I'm a freak. I've that's me so, as well, yeah. So so it's like, oh, we're, I'm going to watch it. But then also a part of me secretly hoped that like, maybe it's like bad, but like funny, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. Like, like absolutely oh, not. That's I got mad. Kind of movie. I, no, and I was confused. Like, like it's rarely am I ever confused when I'm following media. Mm. And like, this is like, I felt like my boomer parent when they asked me for an action movie. Yo, what happened? What's going on? What's happening? I was, I was, I felt like what the fuck is happening in this movie? That is like, if it was like ironically bad, like, like so, so bad, it's good. I think it would have done well, especially yeah. in like the re sort of, uh, re-release, but there's, mm. there's oh, yeah. like, cause people love that type of stuff. Uh, right. but but it's there's literally nothing there it's not even it's just like if you took a, a story that was three or four hours long and just were like you have to cut out most of this like make it still somewhat coherent <laughs> and like also don't cut out most of the special effects that's that's why there's like no plot i guess for an hour it's because all the cool like high expensive yeah. this costed like 70 million dollars to make right <laughs> Uh, it's yeah, no, it's like 80 yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of that's those special effects are like, I guess, still in the movie. It, it's it's remarkable. No, it's remarkable in the sense of like it's it's how do I say it? It like I was telling my friend before this call of like honestly, like anyone involved in this movie in terms of like the uh, the like you know editors or like the director and the I mean, the high billing actors like Jared should Leto be should executed. be executed. Yeah, just like one of the except except Doctor Who. Doctor Who did fine. Yeah, I think I think he got it. No, you're right. You're right. He 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 did he did. Was that Milo? He did decent. Yes, Milo. Yeah, Milo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) He did decent. That's true. So wait, I would I would ask y'all a question though, especially like I guess to Juniper, why and everybody, I guess like why do y'all think that before we talk about the re-release, which there's nothing to really talk about besides, actually there is, because uh, Liv, there's that tweet that Liv had I want to bring up, but before that, why do y'all think that this movie was so memeable, right? Because I would see the Morbius memes, like we are talking about it before we started recording. I'd see them on my timeline, but I got <laughs> tired of them really quick, within a couple days. And usually, like, that's the lifespan, like, of a meme, right? Like, it doesn't really... Last like too long, but why do you guys think that uh that this movie was like so memeable, so much so that Sony thought they could capitalize on it? Yeah, and an important part is like there were there were no stills of the movie. It was always the <laughs> there were no stills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, that's a really like, good nobody point. actually watched it. Oh, yeah, that's a really good point. That's funny. I didn't even like realize that because I was going to like compare it to like the Eternals, kind of how everyone kind of was. It, it was kind of not as extreme as Morbius, but everyone was kind of going in on that movie. But that was always like with stills or like clips from the movie. But yeah. I didn't even realize. Yeah, you're right. I've never seen a single still from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it almost in a certain sense it sort of started from the same place as Eternals because like all of the names. From that right. fucking movie. Whereas, like, one of them is named Sprite. What were the yeah. other names? It's, like, the most ridiculous shit ever. Yo, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't even the most... One was, like, Googe or whatever. It was like, yeah, yeah. And people, were... people were beaming it to say drugs or some shit. Oh, no, Googe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it, yeah. And Druig. Yeah. Kingo. The classic Kingo. Kingo, yeah. Kingo. 
<laughs> Which is, I think it's the same with, with Morbius. The name is funny where it's like, can you, can you believe these fucking execs? Like, this is the shit they're giving us. This is so bad. <laughs> I think I think Aaron was talking about like it's like they think we're like piggies like in terms of like and they're like giving us like this cultural slop on the trough. Yeah, seriously, yo, and like in a way too, like it's I guess we were talking about it again earlier. Like it's like you know they they know that like and Liv, you could say it probably better, but they can throw anything at the wall, right? Like and make it stick, you know, and like try to see if it's not even to see if it sticks and to see if it's profitable, but just literally just tossing it in the trough because. I don't know. Maybe there's like some fatalism on their part where they think like people are going to go watch this shit anyway, you know, but <laughs> it's wrong. like people didn't actually people yeah. didn't go watch it. And then they doubled down, you know, yeah, that was the, something that's so like, like I I was talking about this before uh, we started the, the recording about Adorno and the culture industry, how like uh, there's basically cultural products now are primarily managed by these like really large sort of capitalist firms. They basically mm. have a monopoly over this type of like massive production. You know, if you want to get a movie this big, you're going to have to go through one of these sort of money making machines. And right. and like that allows them to like uh, condition people to enjoy a particular type of sort of really simplistic content that mm. they can produce rapidly, continually, consistently in order to make profit um, mm. to the point in which I think a lot of people like. Something that was interesting, I was looking at like how much this cost and how much it made. Like, cause yeah, it was like around 70 million. And I think it made about twice that Morbius. Like it grossed like 140 or whatever. Right, but it still wow. flopped because of promotional material, <laughs> the promotional budget. Yeah. Like all the oh, advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but something that was interesting, I found like The Northman, which is a movie I saw recently and I really enjoyed it. And it was like really mm. interesting. And like, I, I think like um confusing in a way that a lot of audiences didn't understand because it wasn't simplistic it was like it was a revival of Is the icelandic tales uh, which is like right. an older sort of medieval uh, um story that's like hamlet is based on and that one made half as much as morbius it caught mm. it it bombed even worse it it made like cost 70k i think 70 mil made around 70 mil morbius made twice the northman right mm. <laughs> and it's like it's very depressing. That's a Sony product too. What do you say? That's wild. I just said that. That's all. That's a Sony product too. That's like yeah. that's pretty bad for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did really poorly, and and I think it like it goes to show that like I think people are like conditioned to yeah. really consume simplistic content that they're able to understand very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what was I going to say? And yeah, I get. I guess a lot of these memes sort of come out of that milieu of like, this sucks. I hate this. Let's make fun of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and, and I think that the, the re-release is a good example of the fact that these corporations and, and how they manage things, they don't have like a perfect pulse on, on uh, the consumer because they're just used to like the consumer liking their slop. And so it's like, yeah. Oh, they're talking about it again. That must mean that it's got buzz. It. It's good. Yeah. Let's re-release it. And they, I think yeah. they learned a lesson about that. Uh, that like, that's not quite how that works. Like, people can really genuinely like, like the products you put out are so bad that all the entire joke is that no one wants to see it, and that's it. Because it's yeah. just so you, intolerable. You, you validated a joke. Yeah. Yeah. So the, and, and li- oh, go ahead, Liv. Go ahead. 
And so there is this interesting sort of like this ironic anti-consumption that I find interesting mm. of people sort of articulating a, a form of resistance against this just like awful slop. But then also mm. like like I, I I'm also quite pessimistic about the future of this type of thing in itself. Because I think that as soon as they realize like that there's this particular type of ironic enjoyment in relation to these types of memes that will make people go out and see things. Like if you mm. produce things like The Room, like if Morbius was like The Room, the, the re-release would have done really well. Like if it was funny to watch because of how bad it was, people would have right. liked it. And, and the reason for that is, is because like, what else do you have except to like yeah. go to the place, buy the product and be like, isn't, isn't this so dumb that they made this? That I'm paying twenty dollars for it. Yeah, you know, I so was saying it earlier. Yeah. Okay. I was saying it earlier. It's like it's like they're trying to engineer um, astroturf, a cult classic. Mm. You know, like they they. I guess they thought that this is so bad that people like it. Actually, you know, like unironically mm. like it because it's so bad. Like the room live is a perfect example again because I saw. The James Franco um, um, actor led. I don't know if he directed it too. I don't think he did. But I saw that um, making of the room a movie, and it made me go back and watch the actual movie, The Room. And I mean, in context, like I loved it. I thought it was funny. You know, I didn't think it was good, but as a cult classic, I could see how it's popular with the niche subculture. You know, they're trying to like a big studio like Sony is trying to do that with Morbius because of the memes, but they don't. And I'm going to actually, I want to read Liv. Can I read that tweet that you made? Oh, yeah, because sure. I think, uh, I think that this kind of like, um, <clears throat> kind of hints on like why they didn't get why people, why they didn't get why people didn't want to go see it again. Right. Or why they thought, why they thought the memeing was unironic. Um, you said that, uh, this is a, uh, you responded to a quote, uh, tweet from comic book now where, it's a headline. Morbius is returning to theaters following social media meme campaign. Uh, I like they said meme campaign. No, that's not what it was. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a promotional campaign. We were all like dragging this fucking movie, right? Um, you said, what, quote, a, what a spin. What a spin. Yeah, that's an incredible spin. You wrote, quote, Zizek often talks about how ideology functions ironically. Uh, for example, you don't have to believe in it in order to participate in it. And it's great that the cultural industry slop has gotten so bad it can now function on that irony alone. And then you write, also, people react to the diminishing quality of the culture industry's products, not through a denial of the process at the core of the cultural industry, um, that is, not consuming the cultural products only made for the sake of profit, but instead by consuming ironically. And, like, I think I had responded and kind of brought up... Um, and Mark Fisher is taken like going off of um Zizek here's spy, but in capitalist realism, he talks about the reason why you can consume with impunity when you're watching something with anti-capitalist themes, like Wally is the example that he brings up, um, which is this film, which I guess is about um, you know, waste and pollution and consumerism, right? Like nominally so, right? These are the themes, right? Um, and you can pay uh to go see that and sit in the uh your movie uh seat because you've already set an ironic distance from money and capitalism and this current system of political economy in your head. So you can consume with impunity, you know? It's kind of like everybody's like, yeah, like money's bad and this sucks, but you still participate in it. And it's not just because you have to, like materially, but 
ideologically, right, you've been conditioned to because it's fine. I know that it's bad. So it's funny, I guess, with Morbius where they just I guess they just didn't get that part. Right. Like they weren't aware of the fact that it was a joke, you know, and they trying to like they're trying to manufacture something that's not fucking real, you know? Yeah, they like there's a knowledge that. I guess they sort of have people by the balls in relation to like what we talk about and what we react to, which like mm-hmm. oftentimes, like I think the, the Morbius meme was like very simple just because like the critique is very simple. There's not much to you where it's like, this sucks. This is bad, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but oftentimes they don't, aren't able to fully interpret, uh, I guess I, the, the type of ironic distance that people have, mm. which is still, yeah, which is still yeah, fundamentally about, um, I think a, a reaction to sort of slop and and because mm-hmm. like what else is one supposed to talk about when like this is what is being driven in culture or whatever when it when it is yeah. at some level being organized by these larger firms that are producing things for uh, profit. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting too because like I think the thing that I was saying was sort of undermined by the fact it didn't do well. Um, mm. But but not quite insofar as like, you know, we're still here, right? Yeah. Um, it's still yeah. a participation within the culture industry or, or sort of things around it. And, and like people will, I think, continue to do so. Um, mm. there's, something, there's something really interesting in Zizek. I think this is mainly in Sublime Object of Ideology. He talks about how like ironic humor is very ideological. Because like mm. everyone sort of participates ironically. Like, like even the, the most... Uh, I was looking into Alexander Dugan, who is sort of an ideologue for Putin. And his whole mm. thing, he's like sort of a fascist, basically. But his whole thing is like doing irony, but in a fascist way. Where one time mm. he'll say that like, Russia is this great, you know, orthodox nation of like, and the other time he'll be like, the only thing that matters in Russia is like debts, people paying their debts and 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 like uh. authority or whatever. Like he'll he'll make this, he, he will within his fascism make this sort of ironic, uh, um, statements as like a, a central part of the ideology which you think like well fascism is like very sincere but like nothing yeah. is sincere anymore but yeah, but like th- it still it still works in relation to the object that it's being ironic to um which is always something mm-hmm. i think of in relation to because i am quite ironic i like that sort of mm-hmm. form of humor um mm-hmm. but you know whether whether that's just like a defensive mechanism in relation to something that one is like you're not power in relation to something where one is like utterly powerless yeah. to to mm-hmm. relate against which i think yeah. is where we are with a lot of culture because because the, there is like right. some optimism of like well we stuck it to the corporations here you know they don't want to they, they they that'll show them for making this law like particularly bad like they'll stop mm-hmm. doing it and we can't like but i but i think that like i think as i, I talked about before with like the northmen like no they have the monopoly mm-hmm. And they set the yeah. they set the standard for what this is, and I think it only gets worse. And I think this is a demonstration of the fact that it is. Anyway, so, something that <clears throat> this is uh, making me think about is when like this could easily be weaponized by like uh, corporations or like movie studios, as an example. Like they they could maybe give in to like this deeply ironic like distancing. And specifically, uh, the way I'm thinking, like with movies, like maybe, uh, maybe we'll get to a point where these studios will intentionally try to make something like The Room, where they they try it's they try to recreate that sort of like 
I don't know if, what you want to call it, like grassroots, like so bad it's good culture. And campiness like, gonna... also lends to the campiness, I guess, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like our, our corporations and just like, is capitalism going to start to realize that and like try to profit off of that ironic distancing? That's I, f- I feel like we could maybe see that. I don't know. It's starting, mm-hmm. I think that's starting to begin. Um, yeah. You remember like the, what were those? Like even like, this was a while ago, the scary movies stuff. Oh, no, no. What was the parody of the scary movie? Um, um, what was that um, called? So, oh, shit. Disaster movie, I think. It was a scary movie, and then there was another genre they were parodying. What was it? I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, there's a the scary movie, there was a disaster movie, <clears throat> and there was also um, one about like the, the paranormal movies, if you remember. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't remember I what those are. Yeah, I know what Liv is talking about. They were parody films, mm-hmm. but they weren't. They were in that same genre of scary movie. Um, the 2000s see. had a lot of weird parody movies. Of like Did movies we scream? What was it called? Uh, because Scream was like a parody, but also Oh, no, real. it's like, it's one that's like really bad. I can't remember what they are. It's like a, it's a genre mashing thing where they have all these different references and there's a lot of jokes, but it's like campy. It's like not good. But I think they did well in the box office because it's just like I it's just filled with references and it's like corny and and mm. I think like people are sort of uh fine with that and probably continually more fine with that as things go on. As uh, something that's mm. interesting that Donor talks about with the culture industry is that it basically cannibalizes any sort of original content. So it, it's trying mm. to produce commodities so that's like very simple sort of uniform not risk uh, not nothing really risky. Then every once in a while, something popular comes up that's like interesting and new, and people like it because it's like, oh, it's new, and I, I I'm actually enjoying some of like original but original content. But then it essentially like just uses that um, like maybe spark of of genius uh, in terms of like storytelling uh, uses that property again and again and again until there's no more money to be drained out of it, which is sort of what comic books are, comic book movies are in the first yes. place, right? Like, yeah, that's absolutely what they are. Like in the in, I guess is it's like the seventies for a lot of them, or, or maybe before. These are like mm-hmm. um, inter- an interesting new medium of like telling mm-hmm. uh, uh, stories that like mm-hmm. get continually uh, um, like overly commodified and mm-hmm. sold at a higher level until you get like the you know the Marvel movies and I guess you know Morbius. Um, yeah. <laughs> which yeah, I guess Morbius is like it's not an original property. It was a comic book series, right? Initially. Yeah, it was. Right. Yeah, it was. It was an obscure comic series, and and I, you know what? I was just thinking. I've been thinking about something that Juniper was talking about about this, like um, capitalizing like directly on this ironic distancing or this irony, and like essentially, I guess memes. And love you were talking about like you know, um, I was thinking about memes when we were talking earlier about how like memes are successful because an irony too, and maybe if you guys correct me if I'm wrong about this, and maybe. Some Greek philosopher that, you know, that is absolutely right about this that I have not fucking read. But, like, the thing about irony is that, like, there's a nugget of truth in it, right? Like, memes are funny and they, like, hold people's attention because there is truth in that, right? And it's, it's, I can imagine, like, what Juniper was saying where Hollywood studios are intentionally making bad, campy movies that have this sort of like um independently funded vibe to it but like essentially like memes like they're going to fucking meme movie ideas right oh yeah 
And like, they'll be <laughs> a lot easier to churn out because you don't have to really dedicate resources to them. You know, you don't have to like, there's all the novelty, like you were talking about live has been kind of sucked out of it. And like all of it, we mentioned this earlier, like content now is so de-eroticized. And I mean that in the term where I'm not talking about like sexual desire necessarily, I guess in a Freudian sense, I don't fucking know. It's more about like this <laughs> lack, the stripping away of aesthetic and sort of making things as accessible and as like, I mean, it's like junk food, you know what I'm saying? You don't really need mm-hmm. these nutrients. You can just like have the slop and enjoy it because it's easier to fucking make. Like the pink slime from McDonald's that like <laughs> constitutes your burger or your nuggets or some shit, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah. that's scary, you know? Like, I do think that like content, sh- I mean, there should be garbage for people to watch. Like, dude, I love comic books. I will watch comic book movies, but when it's either just the Northmen or Marvel films that are the only movies in theaters where the Northmen, it, it's judged at a, on a different standard or these Marvel films either are judged on different standards from one another, you know, like that's troubling. Like, you know, yeah. as you were saying, Liv, like the, the uh, Morbius made twice as much, I guess, as the Northmen, but they're not being judged. They're not even necessarily being judged on how much they make, right? It's the kind of cultural hold that they have on society, these Marvel films. They're always expected to do well, right? And that's that's terrifying because that means like, oh, is that all we're going to get from now on? Because studios are only going to want to go with these like de-eroticized, like, you know what I'm saying? Like 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 cotton candy sort of ideas because like they're easy yeah. and profitable. I, I think another thing too is like, which is kind of, to the point we're discussing, it's kind of scary as well. It's like, you know, the fact that Morbius had a re-release, again, a shit re-release that only happened because people made fun of it, had over a thousand theaters show it. That is insane in terms of like, that just show like the level of like, of, um, you know, monopoly that these companies have. Because like, this is a movie that is not good. No one wanted to watch it. No one watched <laughs> it. And there were theaters that were empty. And yet... They showed it as opposed to other movies. Like, like I can, I you know, I wouldn't be surprised if say like the Northmen didn't have anywhere close to that amount of release. Oh, yeah, dude, I, I doubt it. And you know, you know what's annoying too is uh, you know, I think I saw this tweet the other day where um, you have people that love to defend. I see this shit all the time. You know, whether it's subreddits or on Twitter. I, and again, I'm a nerd. You know, people know that and. Um, but I also realize like uh, that these movies fucking suck and it's a culture of recursion and mining established content without any creativity. Not we all talked about that. Right. But um, this person was said something like, oh, people are going to uh, wake up and 20 years later, like they're going to be showing like um, Marvel movies that like matinees and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like independent film houses. And it's like, I guess oh God, I kind of... scary. <laughs> it's scary, but I kind of guess I just kind of repeated myself. But like what I said, mentioned earlier was like, dude, like I think Disney has been like shutting down like the screening of some of their like classic films, like yeah. at these kind of independent man places. So it's like, not only does Disney just have the monopoly on just like the cultural product at the moment, but like actual movie theaters, you know what I'm saying, that are trying to show like um, independent, like classics or like, frankly, just movies that are good, right? Like Marvel or Disney is encroaching even upon that, right? 
So not only we should be careful of the Mickey Mouse black shirt. Or <laughs> <laughs> That's actually terrifying. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're showing oh, 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 you're showing Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Movies, <Yeah. woo. laughs> I don't know if that was a good one. But yeah, because yeah, I mean, people's standard, I think, for these types of things goes down with the quality of it going down like like i want to like in maybe the 70s i feel like most movies are probably better than most movies coming out now maybe this is it's hard to like you know do this in terms of our memory of what movies existed then compared you know it's going to be the better ones but i i think maybe Mm, like that's an example of of like that's i mean experimented more than you now oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah that's i think the most important difference is like people like directors were allowed to do a lot more with with their their money um that was a funny thing george lucas was like um i wish that i was like a soviet director because like you know you just have to like not criticize the government and then you can do whatever whereas here it's like you there are all these like interest groups like you know uh you have to you have to get past particular um family friendly censors and like uh Mm. maybe you have to have like an ad in the thing you know like it's it's right. much harder. You have to talk to a board of producers, you know, make it convince them their investment is worth it. And we're we're moving th- more towards that. Like it's it's more constraining on directors and they're not able to make the things that they want to the point where like when you get a situation where a director is able to make what they want mm-hmm. and it's weird and esoteric and like mm-hmm. maybe something that won't be appreciated until a couple years from now, maybe, like people don't really know what to make of it. That, that was an interesting right. thing. I was like, uh, when Illmatic was released initially, mm-hmm. it didn't do very well. Mm-hmm. It right. took mm-hmm. a, it took a decent amount for it to like get sales. Cause you know, it's like however many platinum went, however many platinum it took a certain amount of mm-hmm. time. And now it's like a really important, you know, album, but, but like, that you think it's gonna happen to Morbius? Yeah. The unrecognized genius of Morbius. Yeah. Also, I, when I saw the uh, the credits, I saw the director was Latino. I thought they were Latino, and I was like, "Oh God, no!" But yeah, then, like I'm not taking one for the team, please. No. But but then <laughs> but then hold up, folks, look them up. They are Swedish. Another L Common Swedish for L. Sweden. Common Swedish L. Lots of L's lately. Wait, wait, wait. This was it. That's uh, was it Sweden? Was it Sweden? The country that uh, that does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because yeah. so there was so much content that I can't fucking remember. Yeah. But okay, no, no. So, but they're, they're like Chilean of origin, but they are Swedish. So it's like, okay, y'all got that. You we don't take that. You you know what that would have felt like, bud? Like uh, like you know, like mass shooters or like off and white, but the DC sniper. Who was shooting people out the back of his truck or whatever was a oh, Jamaican yeah, yeah. guy, and my family's from Jamaica, oh, and that was like what they go. I was like, "Yo, dog, we can't take the L on that shit, man." <laughs> so I feel you. You don't. You don't want to be a part of a. You don't want to be a part of a, 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 a of the Morbius. Uh, the the Morbius caucus. I feel you. <laughs> no, not at all. But but, but to, to, to to kind of like you know go to what you were saying about that live. Um, I feel like to some extent, I think the canary in the coal mine in terms of like what we're seeing now of like that. Sounds kind of weird, but I think with kind of like the Cars movies from Pixar, mm. because like, I, you know, I recently, you know, got like Disney streaming service and I was like looking at, you know, just, I was just scrolling, I was curiosity and I was just shocked, like really amazed by how much Cars content 
there is. Like, way uh, outside past, of like, the four movies. Yeah, there's like a lot. No, it's like a lot, a lot, a lot, and like shorts and like stuff like that. And it's like w- blows way past like you know people, you know, like stuff like Toy Story or even more recent stuff like you know Frozen. Mm. It's like way more. And I thought about it, and it's because the political economy is like the reason why they care so much. It's because they make toys out of it. Oh and yeah, it's like that's why superhero it, movies exist. Yo, they exist to make right, toys. Right, right, And and it's like it's it's sell toys. It it's you know it's further this kind of like you know mining of the intellectual property, but it's mm. like it it really just comes down to that. And it you know I'm you know I'm relatively young in terms of like uh, people who are like in left media. You know I'm 26, so it's like. Uh, I think about my, my, you know, I, the you know, Toy Story came out the same year I, I was born. Mm. And the thing is, like, I think about my upbringing. I think it, in some ways I feel like my culture for what I remember as a child was, like, mostly commodified. Mm. I, I can imagine before that was a bit less so. Nowadays, it's completely commodified. There yeah, is no, like, a conception yeah. of, like, of, like, culture for, you know, children that is, like, not in this commodified way. Or if it's not, it's this horror of, like, YouTube. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. It's also like you made me think about the metrics of success, you know, where it feels like if a movie does well now, it's not so much because it was groundbreaking or, you know, it was a good story or just like a good film. You know what I mean? I guess I guess good film is subjective, but you guys know what I mean. Like good story, compelling characters, compelling mm-hmm. themes, all of this right now. It just seems to be like who can make the biggest, dumbest blockbuster you know, I think maybe the last movie that occupied that space that I can remember at least is like The Dark Knight. You know what I'm saying? And have whatever criticisms mm-hmm. you want of Nolan, but it was like a blockbuster action flick that I think was a good movie. I enjoyed right? it. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, I know people. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was, it was all right. Yeah. But it was like, it was, now it's just kind of like, you know, because of this, um, I was talking about earlier. At least that ideology. Mm-hmm. It had an idea. Like, it's it like, oh, the Bush years were actually good. I mean, I don't agree <laughs> with that, but it actually had an ideology. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. had an idea. But even, even more than that, it was just like a good fucking compelling movie, you know. But I think, like, I was talking about this earlier. There's this culture of recursion. Um, and I have to recommend this book every time I bring it up. But um, uh, Grafton Tanner, um, The Circle of the Snake, he writes about nostalgia and big tech. And he talks about this culture of recursion where um, content creators mine um, previously established intellectual properties. And they do this mostly through algorithms um, based on recommendation, on the shit that you watch and like. And this is how they also um, create um, new content or pseudo new content right um these are things that they know you like um whether they're genres or franchises themselves that you get either reboots of or remakes or offshoots or whatever and what's funny about the morbius thing and interesting is like not only did they take the memeing seriously and unironically enough to re-release it but this culture of recursion is not even like all right dog like you he came out with like, um, I don't know, like Toy Story, like for your example, Jorge, you know, when we were kids probably, right? And still 20 years later, 30 years later, we're still right. seeing new additions into the franchise. Morbius was literally there's came new, out like two months ago, bro. Yeah, you how you re-releasing this shit? You know what I'm saying? No. It just came out, yo. No, but like, but like to your point, like, there's a new Chippendales movie. Like what? Like it, 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 it's like the the audience that watched, like the people who watch Chippendales are yeah. now like in their 30s, right? 30s yeah. or 40s, and it's like what like 
what like, it's I find it like strange in a sense of like oh so you're recreating content to try to appeal to this kind of audience and market but it's like it are you gonna be doing that forever now yeah they're gonna create re- i love lucy and fucking lassie and shit you know they made an <laughs> i love lucy movie like we talked about it that came out last year and it wasn't good oh and they, you like oh the first the fresh prince of bel-air right you know what i'm saying yeah. where it's like except they had to make it like dark so i guess oh, yeah. the next time morbius Was it actually made Yes, it was actually uh, fucking yeah. made. Was and was like, released? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that you was like, wait, hold up. Not just made, <laughs> but they had I the either. audacity. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard about that when it came out, like when, when it was announced, but I just assumed it never came out. I didn't hear about that. That's amazing to me. <laughs> oh, no, that <laughs> shit I, came out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm excited for the episode for like the Will Smith character because like now they made it serious of like of like say the cousin or or himself gets shot or something. It's yeah. like like it just a totally like destroys like the but, purpose. But of the somebody did show. get shot. Yo, there was like an episode that was focused on the shooting and like right, over policing right, right. and police brutality in the Fresh Prince. But they didn't have to like. I, mean, I guess this is a different topic, but they didn't have to like hammer it over the head and beat you over the head with it, right? Because I guess right. at the time the Rodney King. I mean, not to say that there aren't things happening now. But the point, I guess, is like, dude, like because of this content of recur, this culture of recursion and this recycling, like you're not really you're not, not only you're not getting original stories anymore, but you're not even like you're not even getting the, the, the sort of like what's the word I'm looking for? You're not even getting the appearance of something new, you know, mm-hmm. like. Like what if, they're still out of touch. Yeah, they're, dude, they're, they're just touch. gonna release Morbius next month in black and white. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Okay, like, maybe, maybe I'll go see that. Maybe that. Sorry, <laughs> right, right. the more, Actually, the more, it comes out. It comes out in like you know I DVD. Would go see that. They come, they come a new version. It's like the Morbius cut, like the like the actual <laughs> the version that actually like the Snyder cut. I would, yeah. I would see the Morbius yeah, yeah. cut if it actually had all the plot points. Sure, let's do it. Why not? Yeah. If it was like, like five, five hours, yeah, every yeah. hour was a year in school yeah. when he was in school <laughs> studying. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine if it's actually like way longer? I believe uh, it. I think so. so Maybe at least that... in the script or something. But... <laughs> Uh, something I've I've found interesting in relation to this uh, like recursion of of media is a lot of like the the new popular media that it has at least some original ideas that we do see is usually not from America, Korea. Um, like uh, yeah, South Korea is a really good example so of that. True. They've been kind of dominating pretty much all forms of media just globally and even in America. Right. Like with um, right. Parasite when that came out, that was like the big movie of 2019. Mm. Of course, like um, K-pop groups, they've kind of they they've done that sort of thing. You don't really see new media Squid from game? America. Squid Game too, yeah. And yo, that's such a good point. And like you know, it's not that South Korea, far from it, is like a fucking like social democracy or an example of a social democracy or a socialist country. I mean, they're fucking. I think they're. Uh, I think they're. they're, uh, they're president. I think they're president right now. Isn't he like a fucking like? Isn't he want to ab- like get rid of like like? He's like a Trump figure. Basically. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's insane, like a, but. Yeah. But go ahead, go ahead. Look. Oh, sorry. Their their previous prime minister was like literally jailed for being involved in like a shadow cabal of business people that actually ran the government. Like she's in jail. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, it was, like, yeah well, I, that, that was that was too. Before, wow. I, was too before, yeah, I think yeah. right, right, right. And then the one that was that that was in right before this one was decent in the sense of like actually tried to do talk to like the DPRK. You know, they were involved with like mm. the Trump and like uh, Kim Jong Un talks, but 
But this one is like the the one I think uh, Aaron's talking about. Yeah, but I guess my point was like, like I guess the culture in South Korea. I mean, I don't know anything about it. I don't want to make people fucking mad. Actually, I don't care. I'm going to say what I mean. <laughs> I feel, right? It's like it's like I feel like because it, it's positive. I feel like like it's it's more. It's more about the the kind of um, effects of capitalism and hyper capitalism that are expressed in media and yeah. like directors and actors, whatever. They're given the space to tell these stories or not even the space. You get the space in America, I guess, but they're good. Right. And like Americans, it's funny that Americans like, of course, Americans would fucking love this shit. Right. Like which I remember when Squid Game came out and Parasite and stuff, like all the wrong people didn't get what the shit was about and didn't right, understand right. why Americans, and I don't even think Americans. Elon really. Musk said that pa- Parasite was his favorite movie. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> it's what? For the wrong? Yeah, 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 right? And it's just like, I don't know, like Juniper, that's a really, really good point because like you, it's not that that society is any much different from ours. I mean, actually, I'd rather live in South Korea than the United States, to be honest with you. But... At the same time, it's like we're just not getting that level and quality of content. And maybe it has to do with the restrictive nature. All of the things that you were talking about, Liv, that are barriers, right? Like in the Soviet Union, like, sure, just don't criticize the government. Okay, maybe the government will provide road barriers, but... What about not only the government? Why but would all I criticize these... a government that's ontologically good? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there are all these other fucking barriers where it's like, yeah, why the fuck would I make a movie that's original or unique or entertaining if it's not going to get funding, if it's not going to get attention? And sure, I know that, like, I don't mean to say, like, oh, culture's dead and everything's dead, but it really does kind of feel like that, man. Like, 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 live, like, you gave the perfect dichotomy. It's either uh, the Northman. Or go see Morbius, you know? Yeah. And more people chose Morbius. No one, twice as many. <laughs> <laughs> and no one was memeing Northman either. So there wasn't even that sort of like... This is, this is Biden's America. Yeah. Yeah. And the main so discourse was, is Northman white supremacist? Because it's talking about Vikings. Oh my God. That's yeah, like that people's... led to what David Lynch was a white supremacist too, or I don't know. There was a lot of yeah. silly discourse. But yeah, they, they they should have added a black guy in eighth century uh, Iceland. That's, they they, <laughs> they really they really fucked up there, man. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, there's like a, an important part of that is also like in general media literacy as well. Like people don't. Yeah. Why would people care if like most of the stuff you get is not particularly good? Um, like something, something I was thinking about in relation to, uh, I, I guess like Morbius itself is sort of a part of, uh, what people were talking about before in relation to, uh, culture continually, um, sort of cannibalizing any sort of original thing. This is why like hmm. South Korea creates some interesting things. Cause I guess like there's some space that some directors get of doing what they want in relation to this is like Morbius is trying to set itself up as like the Sony version of or beginning of the sony version of the mcu stuff and mcu (laughs) is just a perfect example of we're not going to write anything because the 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 piggies they want their characters fighting together (laughs) and then all the characters are there and it's a fun action scene and whoa isn't this crazy and and that's that's something i saw i think a perfect representation of how like that type of writing means that um you don't actually have to make your scripts good because the people aren't coming for plot is like in the mandalorian because, like, I mm. love Star Wars. Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, yeah, very yeah. fond of the general universe or whatever. Um, but oh, I, we got beef, bro. I'm a Trekkie, so. Oh, shit. You know, <laughs> we, gotta, we, gotta, we, gotta duke it out, we gotta duke it out later. <laughs> no, <I'm going> 
<laughs> I feel like the first season is really cool because there's like no orig- no old characters. All of the characters in the right. plot are original. I think all of them. Right, right. Um, uh, except I guess there's maybe a couple from like some of the more peripheral, like Star Wars Greater Universe references. For the most part, it's like its own building its own universe, which is something I really like in Star Wars. It's why I like like uh, Knights of the Old Republic, for instance. Because it's the Star Wars mm. universe, but oh, it's yeah. new. Love, love yeah, that. it's new characters, and they're able Great to game. write these really interesting stories, like in Kotar Two, Rogue One Two, as a movie. Right, yeah, because I guess that is original. The original characters, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, One of the better Star yeah. Wars movies, in my opinion. And but mm. what happens in the second season is they start introducing everyone's favorite characters, and mm. um, I guess oh, I won't I won't spoil it too much. But the end of season two. They're in this like problem. They're in this thing. It's like, oh no, how are they going to get out of it? And just like Luke comes in and then kills all the bad oh guys. My God. That's oh, it. It's the most blatant <laughs> Deus Ex Machina ever. And it's just such a perfect representation of like, well, no one, none of the Star Wars fans care because they saw their guy and they loved it. And so even though like that's just a blatant, like terrible right. uh, um, story mm. writing like trick to get your characters out of the problem. Like it's literally, it's like the first thing you tell writers not to do is to do something like right. that um no one cares because they they saw the the person they like that right. is a reference to the other older original content that had something interesting that captivated people like my dad is like a really big star wars guy and like mm. he's a story when he was like younger in serbia like star wars was the only movie you could see in theaters that was interesting so we saw it like 20 times like the first one so he's like a big mm. nostalgia and he loved that he loved the end of season two Cause he was like, yeah, you know, oh man, the the yeah. you get to see Luke, and you know he likes Luke, but it's it's the I perfect mean, yeah. presentation. Yeah, no, no, and I think I think since you're bringing that example, I think an, another example of that, of in ter- but in terms of like media literacy, uh, it's like regarding like just a Star Wars example, it's like the Last Jedi, where like we have something that was like actually trying to do something very interesting with the universe, pushing its bound, it's like its own internal logic mm-hmm. and pushing the boundaries of like the. And you know, even in like it's like the it's a rare example, like not just like in just blockbusters, it's just in films of like deconstruction as like a part of the plot. Like it's deconstructing the because Star Wars has an established like archetypes and like ideas and like things that are established in terms of symbolism, and like the Last Jedi tries to intentionally deconstruct that in terms of like, well, I mean, that's not really what's going on, or or this is not really like what you think it might be, and. Some of these, like, it had, like, a pretty, like, polarizing opinion. And the lesson that Disney got from that was, like, well, we'll never try to do anything interesting ever again. Yeah. Yeah. You know you know what? One um, of the last movie in that trilogy is it kind of went back to, like, the, the first. I, I only saw the first of, like, the new ones. And then I didn't mm-hmm. see the other two. But from what I understand, the, the last in that trilogy was more similar to the first than it was yeah. to the last Jedi brought, too. Yeah, yeah. So they brought JJ mm. back, and like I will say, watching that, if I wasn't there with my dad, I would have walked out of the film. When they when they <laughs> made her a fucking Palpatine, I was like, this is the worst. Oh my! Because the yeah, yeah, it was really know, lazy but, yeah, writing. Yeah, I, 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 will I feel say, like I will no one say... expected that, which is, I mean, that's I feel like a bad thing for a Star Wars movie <laughs> in, in that right. sense. I will say in that movie, they said like, oh, somehow Palpatine is back. I will say, you know, friend of the show, Edward Oswego, did make a funny comment of like, Napoleon literally did that, though. <laughs> See, he literally somehow yeah, came back. Yeah, it's true. It's- <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm hearing you guys talk about Star Wars. And as a Trekkie, I have to say, fuck you guys. No, I'm kidding. But like, y'all, <laughs> y'all are like, actually, like, live. there is a parallel thing going on with Star Trek now. 
where um, I think it's the the dudes from Red Letter Media. They said that there's this Star Warsification of Star Trek, right? Mm. Where like you know, in oh, in yeah. lieu of like good writing, right? In lieu of compelling, not just compelling um, characters or compelling plot, but themes that I mean, science fiction is famous for kind of like drawing parallels um, and, you know, about real life, like social issues, right? And problems and whatnot. And, you know, instead of like doing that and having good writing, what they do is that they rely too much on these these, uh, Trek tropes, you know, Um, but Mm -hmm. also with the stars words of vacation where there's always action. It's it's J.J. Abrams shit, you know what I'm saying? Which he directed... The reboot of the Trek movies, right? right? The Kelvin J. universe. J.J. Abrams and its con- and its consequences are a disaster. No, seriously, no, literally, literally, and like and like ruin two franchises. And like one thing that they, I think that um, and I mean this may be off topic, so I won't go on too much. But I think one thing with Trek is that because they're they don't, it's not as I kept saying, it's not good writing, and they rely on these tropes. It really hollows out the sort of fundamental message of the franchise, which is like one of like fucking hope and optimism and human potential. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't know. I feel like those, not that I watch, I don't watch anything for a political message, right? I'm trying to take it back to Morbius. I don't watch anything for a political message, right? I'm just turn that part off, turn that part of my brain off whenever I watch it. But Morbius not only just seems to be a bad movie, but it doesn't even have seem to have any a coherent philosophy. Like, what is you know what I'm trying to say? Like, what is the point? I guess you guys brought it up. I guess earlier is that I guess it's better to become a vampire than have a disability. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's such a dematerialized, depoliticized film. And I know I'm not trying to be like, let's look for lessons, political, uh, you know, lessons and mores and shit in Marvel movies, but. I think that's also what makes the plot like it sounds like there's no plot because there's no underlying philosophy or belief or worldview. Yeah. Right. It's important for culture, I think, to like have some form of sort of intellectual complexity with what people are like engaging with. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that's really mm-hmm. what the I guess you, I used the term before, like the uh, erosification. I can't remember the de mm-hmm. um, eroticization. Yeah. Of like mm-hmm. of culture is is like it's turning things into like the sort of homogenous, not particularly interesting, family-friendly, PG-13, like uh, universal sort of, you know, uh, uh, like McDonald's Happy Meal type yeah. cultural yes, product. Right. Because that's like the yes. least risky thing. But but like it takes away a lot of like the, I, I think like uh, a cultural life that like people should have, which is in some way, you know, uh, interesting. It doesn't have to be like an epic. I don't. You know, it shouldn't be a call to like all of my uh, uh, movies need to be anti-capitalist and mm. need to say mm. that Marx is epic and based. You know, but it has to have. Yeah. It's. It needs something human. Some like uh, a representation or reflection of human life and how complicated and interesting it is. That's what culture is supposed to be. But it's like not Absolutely. human anymore. And like I, I mean, that's why I only listen to Red Army Choir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, Liv, that's such a good last point. You said it's not human anymore, and I think that's like that's really key because obviously this movie is about a man that's not fully human, but it's also just doesn't seem like a. It seems like a project that was fed into a machine 
like an AI. You know, everybody's doing the AI shit now, like the pictures and stuff. <laughs> like that's fucking Morbius. Oh right? yeah. And I, I don't know. I uh, I I, I'm, uh, I know we got to we got to close out soon. But I did want to read, if y'all don't mind. Um, I just want to read this quick article that I saw on CBR, which is I guess comic book review report dot com. Um, because I think this will kind of put a nice bow tie on everything that we've been talking about. Um, and it's mad funny. There are some funny quotes from here. Uh, <laughs> the title is also amazing. One more time, a uh, petition launched to bring Morbius back to theaters for a third release. Um, and and uh, the subheader says, uh, cheeky Marvel fans are calling for Sony to once again bring back uh, Morbius to theaters following the failure of its first two cinema releases. So this was published three days ago. And I really love, you know what I'll probably do? Uh, I'll probably tell, um, if we could do uh, uh, artwork for the episode, it's really funny because the artwork is like um, three uh, Jared Leto Morbiuses that are kind of imp- <laughs> like they're kind of like following each other. I don't know. It's funny. I'll probably add it. It's really funny. Um, so uh, I'll just read this real quick. It's really short. Um, <clears throat> quote, uh, the Internet is hoping the third Morbs the charm <laughs> as a new... <laughs> I gotta read that again. The internet is hoping the third Morbs the Charm as a new petition is asking Sony to re-release the movie Morbius in theaters again. Following Sony's fruitless <laughs> att- following Sony's fruitless attempt to cash in on the internet's mockery of Morbius, which stars Jared Leto as Dr. Michael Morbius, a new change.org petition is requesting the 2022 Spider-Man spin-off film he brought back to theaters, be brought back to theaters for a third time this year. Ian Hinden, the, quote, fan of the movie, end quote, who started the petition, insists (laughs) the only reason Sony's first re-release failed was because all the would-be viewers were, quote, busy that weekend. Uh, (laughs) This is is a quote from Hinden. This is a Hinden. I was busy, bro. Come on. I was busy, bro. I was morbid, man. Uh, He said, uh, this weekend, excited fans across the world this motherfucker said across the world. All right. Exactly. I just, I just really the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> this weekend, excited fans across the world had the chance to once again see Morbius in the theaters, Hinden wrote in description for the petition. While this was an awesome opportunity, there was one problem. We were all busy this weekend. Some of us were washing our hair. Some of us had to study. And some of us had just already made other plans. Please don't interpret this as disinterest on our part. Okay, so <laughs> I will say that... Um, I will say that I thought that um, I was saying to y'all earlier before we started, I was like, it'd be really dope if like this was completely um, ironic and the dude just wanted to start this petition just so that like, like a hate thing, you know what I'm saying? Just so Sony could re-release the movie again and fail. Yeah. So this is what's making me think like, I mean, some of us were washing our hair, like some of us had to study, you know, some of us were like living our fucking lives and not fucking (laughs) paying $20 to see this shit like Jorge did. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) let me just finish this real quick. At the time of the writing, the petition already has over 8,800 signatures from people who would like nothing more than for Sony Pictures to once again misunderstand the intention behind the It's Morbid Time memes. After being released early this year on the appropriate date of April 1st, um, oh wow, the movie came out on April 1st, uh, Morbius received highly negative reviews from critics. Go ahead, Ori. I was just like, I wish it was a joke, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I don't think I need to read the rest of any of this. Uh, there is an interesting line here. I love the like the Morbius uh, uh, puns. 
despite Sony's hopes of selling the more billion tickets they were promised, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, film, the film made less than $300,000 upon re-release. <laughs> so, I mean, like, that's pretty much it. And I guess... Uh, 300000 Less than 300000 that's, so that's not even, like, a high, high-end luxury vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Wait, this, so obviously, this is obviously a bit, yo. This guy's fucking amazing. Oh, this is the last quote. He said, Hendon, along with thousands of others who signed the petition, promised they will definitely see the movie this time should Sony comply with their demands. Probably. Quote, if Sony were to once again release Morbius to theaters, just let us know and we will be there for sure, Hidden wrote, unless something comes up. Yo, Juniper, you got, you got, Juniper, you got competition, man, with the, with the shit posted, yo. I'll, I'll be honest. If they put it in theaters again, I would, no irony, probably go see it. I would I, do it. I think I'll go see it. Time's a charm. Damn. I, I, why not? Join the club, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you something just made that, me think. That, that made me th- Go ahead, Juniper. Go ahead. Sorry. Just something that made me think about, though, is I, I, th- I think it's interesting how, like, pretty much, even if it's not ideolo- like ideologically led, it seems like people kind of collectively realize that it feels like we can't really do anything anymore other than, like, playfully bully corporations. Yes. Like, I feel like that's pretty much what all of us to some extent of course some of us do some good like actual like mutual aid work or whatever but for the most part people just go online and just do that sort of thing it's it's kind of interesting to realize that everyone kind of feels that way yeah you're absolutely right i, th- I think Liv, you were talking about it earlier use the term powerless you know which is like a word mm-hmm. that like i'm obsessed with you know because i mean that's probably why i'm tweeting all the time right like part of it like i'm powerless <laughs> right so it's like that the i think um, I had made a tweet about it, but I think I said the the satisfaction of the Morbius bomb is that not only is it like always satisfying to see like a creep like Jared Leto fail, you know, but also it's like one of those rare like wins where a corporation like, you know, what I'm saying like kind of it kind of reminds me of the Wall Street bets type of energy, you know, yeah. where this is really not it's not going to fucking affect anything. Right. I mean, <laughs> no. maybe there were a couple like, you know, like um like wannabe Wall Street bros that were like looking over the edge of a very tall, sheer building <laughs> ready to jump off. That would have been more materially impactful, I guess, right. if anything. But like, you know, it's just like it's a nice little rare W, but. You're absolutely right, like Juniper and Liv, you were saying this earlier, like when you were talking about reading Adorno, it's like there's this real sense of not just powerlessness, but kind of helplessness and hopelessness, because it's like barring like, you know, and that's another episode, right? Um, But barring like a straight up like revolutionary change in politics and culture, I don't really see how you get out of this, you know? Yeah, Mm -hmm. unless unless you do some very... Very, very, very direct action in Minecraft. Mm. Yeah, you have to, the yeah. things will happen. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's behind the paywall. This probably be behind the paywall, Jorge. So you could, you could say, you could say what's on your mind. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you might release it to everybody because this is, this is a, this was like a. I mean, not only was it a good conversation, say, but say, say what's on my mind. Yeah. I want to still be a free man by the end of this night. But. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but like, we just wanted to have y'all on talk about this because, um, you know, after Jorge convinced me and I saw your your tweet live it just really got me thinking about like and again like i don't mean to be like you know like too heavy-handed with it but like it's like what does this really say about like in funny ways and not so funny ways i think i mentioned it earlier like you know this is one of those instances where you really see reality folding in on itself 
And fortunately, it's not one of those um, things that, you know, makes you want to, like, fucking tear your hair, your hair out and fucking scream, you know, like a mass shooting, right? Or another fucking mm-hmm. war or some insane shit like that. No, it's just like a dumb fucking studio just taking a meme too seriously and just <laughs> burning a bunch of cash. And you know what? Jared Leto will still have a cult and be a creep and be weird. And Sony Studios will still be enormously profitable. So, uh, you know, take take your take your wins where you can, I guess, right? Also, also, I feel like the way that happened, I think it's like they probably subcontracted their, uh, like, their, like, media analysis or whatever, like, in terms of PR. And so they like they're just like oh look a lot of this is happening and then they're grifting be like hey, what if they were the one this? making the memes what if they had a like what if it was a false flag <laughs> man false flag <laughs> false false morbid false morbid the reason why our movies are the reason why no one goes to our movies is because they keep spreading fake news about our movies exactly <laughs> it's, it's, it's alternative facts about alternative morb facts but um. All right, I think we should probably get out of here. Um, would y'all have anything else to uh, to add before we uh, we we before we get out the Morbin time? Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, I think the phenomena is interesting because it's sort of like I guess out, outlandish in a certain sense. It's unexpected, like especially mm. the the win. Like, oh yeah, they were stupid enough to think that it was serious, and you can mm. like enjoy that in a way. Like, it sort of upsets a pattern that that is generally seen in in online consumption and and how people mm. sort of cope with with like a being sort of intolerable in in certain ways um mm. but of course yeah obviously like they have the monopoly on producing all of this content and they will continue to have that and you know they made money on this film anyways they'd still turn a profit it's just like it was less of a profit than all of the other things they turned right so it's like it's funny uh, especially the reopening that like oh yeah we do have an effect but but that is also like an articulation of how much of a lack of effect how how we have on culture how undemocratic it is that it's so Mm -hmm. clear the consensus on things like this and yet nothing changes because you know yeah yeah communist 100 years ago forced forced democracy forced the creation of the duma communist now we forced the re-releasing of uh yeah, yeah you know what <laughs> you know what live i was i will add to that real quick like that's a really good point because like even in the face of like the reality at least the cultural social reality of the fact that it was a fucking meme and not even that was enough to deter their like desire for profit you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like it's almost like, I mean, you know, like live in a different reality, right? Where they see these uh, signals, signifiers, and they warp their meaning for their own ends, right? And like, this is just one that was kind of funny, you know? Um, Juniper, do you have anything to add before we, uh, before we head out? Uh, no, I think you guys summarized it uh, perfectly. I, I was just going to say basically how it is it, like this, this was such like, maybe not a big deal, but it, it felt like a lot because it was, we, whenever you have an effect, even if it's just online, it just, it kind of, it, it, it feels good for like a little bit. And I, I feel like that's really all we have anymore, I guess is yeah. just my, my takeaway with stuff like this. Anytime anything like this happens it, to, to me, it's, it's really funny, but yeah, the, I think you guys summarized it perfectly. Just the, the helplessness that we have in a, in a sense is all, all that remains. 
I guess we'll always have more bin time. Wait, actually, Juniper, yeah. can I give can I give you an idea? Can I give you sure. an idea? Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> sure. so start start a change org petition for re releasing <laughs> Morbius in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. You know what? Right after this, I'll yo, bro, you Dude. already know you get like a hundred thousand, get a hundred thousand signatures in like an hour shit, dog. And you know what? You know what could be cool? All right, unironically, you know what could be cool about it? All right, so like. Huh. You know, because it's a movie where he's supposed to be a vampire, he's a fake-ass vampire, he's a wannabe vampire, but, mm -hmm. like, it's supposed to be a gruesome, violent movie, and I always, like, you know, when it's black and white and you don't actually see blood, but you just see splattering of some dark, inky liquid, like, they mm -hmm. could go ham, and they could re-edit the shit to make it even more insanely gruesome, where he, like, pulls some, he some guy's head off or some shit, but then they have to make it rated R like Logan, you know? Yeah, well, that could be cool. I mean, I, I really like the the movie The Lighthouse, and that was black yeah. and white. Mm -hmm. And I, I think you can still to this day do very artistic stuff yep. in black and white, especially with really interesting lighting. So I don't know. Maybe there's something to that. Yo, maybe they'll, they'll remake Morbius in black and white. You just made me think again. <laughs> I know we're about to go, but you just made me think again what you said earlier about like uh, um, um, capitalizing on this irony and like, you know, kind of add, added like memeing. They're just going to, movies are going to be memes. Now, mm -hmm. to differentiate them and make them novel and like our house thing, they're just going to like make it sepia or they're just going to make it like they're just going to make it black and white. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the dumbest fucking thing the middle, ever seen. Give it the Middle Eastern or like you're now you're in Mexico. To, like, um, <laughs> yeah, the Mexico. The yeah. Now you're in, yes, now you're in the global South grade. Mm -hmm. Like, great. Yeah, look yeah. To it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That shit is hella racist, bro. God damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm, anyway. I'm, I'm rewatching Breaking Bad right now and it's like, Jesus Christ, this is more yellow than I remember whenever they go. Yeah. To the <laughs> yo, we could go and it about the color palettes of shows, yo. Actually, all right, yo. So, uh, what all do right, you, what uh, do you all? What, okay, what, what do you all got to plug? Yeah, where, where do y'all got to plug? Anything to plug? Oh yeah, I have a, a Twitch stream, uh, Twitch.tv slash Levegar. I'm live Monday, Wednesday, Saturday at six p.m. Eastern time. You can also catch me on QAnon Anonymous every once in a while. It's a podcast, obviously uh, pro QAnon. Analyze it, you know. Obviously. Analyzing conspiracy theories generally, sort of uh that related content. And yeah. For me, at least right now, all I do is tweet. Um I'm, I'm on Twitter at Juniper, but the I is an L. <laughs> and, and, and Juniper, oh, yeah. you don't you don't just tweet. You 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 troll not just the right but liberals i mean like it's just i try to do it all i mean that's why i had that's why I, like i had to ask you like to come on for this because it's just like i mean you were big in the more with the morbius wars i guess you were calling <laughs> the morbius wars yeah morbius, posting wars so um yeah everybody telling your grandchildren i was a veteran of the morbius posting war yeah i was a veteran i was a general um but, yeah. but y'all uh thank you both so much y'all for uh for coming yeah. on and thanks, um, for, the sun. Uh, thanks, so yeah, thanks for inviting me yeah. uh, for sure all right till next time do the morbid. Do the morbid. Do the morbid. But also, do not watch this movie. Yes. Yeah, don't be like, do not. Or live. All right, y'all. Bye. All right. Bye. Morpheus, Dorpheus, Warpheus, go eat some warruses, orifices, porridges. 
Morpheus, Morpheus, go get to the buffet and Morris's. Corpheus, corpses, Worcester sauce. Go into your orifices. Red pill, blue pill, Morpheus, Morris's. Sea sales by the sea, Sorpheus. Morpheus drinking a 40 in a death basket. Arr.